News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The government should consider low-rise, medium-density houses along the lines of models employed in the Netherlands, Australia and New Zealand. That's the call from the Royal Architect, the Royal Institute excuse me, of Architects of Ireland. We're joined by its president, Charlotte Sheridan. Um, Charlotte, just tell us, how, what exactly would these models look like and has it been done here before in Ireland? Hello, good morning, Shane. Morning. <clears throat> good morning. Um, yeah, um, I suppose the um, we have been engaged in research into the potential reform and improvement of Irish housing planning standards. And as we look at this research, we can see that um, this is a form of housing that I suppose we would have done in the past. It existed in Ireland up to 1919. And since then, I suppose we've adopted regulatory um, standards that have, in effect, constrained the development of this model. And I suppose in our research, we've gone back to look at what those stand, what those those models look like. And we so, can so see pa- that they're so very paint, difficult paint to a picture, here. paint a picture yeah. for people. I mean, are we talking? The type of houses you see, for example, in Fibsborough, uh, like I actually I live in Fibsborough myself. I, I yeah. would regard it as pretty high density, but it's very low rise. That's right, yeah, and it is a high-density scheme, and I suppose they're the type of schemes that we would have been doing in the past and that would have been facilitated in the manner in which we were delivering homes then, and they really do resemble that kind of, those popular areas, like you say, like Fibsborough, Portobello, Ranla in Dublin, but also in Turner's Cross in Cork. But I suppose what are the key the key things about those and the key uh, elements of them that make them such great places is their neighbourliness, that they are well located and proximate to all of those existing services. And I suppose that's what we're really promoting, that we do adopt a more na- neighbourhood-based approach and that we achieve. We talked a lot during the pandemic about the 15-minute city and 20-minute neighbourhoods. Yeah. And I suppose if we want to get to delivery of that type of model, um, this form of development that we're promoting could potentially achieve that. I suppose the standards that we're using at the moment can't achieve that and it is just okay. a continuation just, just of that type of sprawl. Briefly, Charlotte, explain to us why this is a better approach than say, you know, because the, the, the call is go, let's go up, let's build up. Why do you think this is a better mm-hmm. approach? Yeah, and I, I think that we've seen the challenges that that has given us. Um, you know, I suppose that we get that conflicting um, scale of development, two story uh, sitting alongside very high buildings. And I suppose what we really want to get is to have a model that would allow that transition, that you get that incremental increase in scale potentially, and that it just, um, it just integrates well with an existing community. Okay. So it's really what you want to get to a, a point in time where you don't have an adversarial um, context, whereas instead of I think people not sense. in my yeah. backyard, yeah, we, we all, in my backyard. We, we all want that to happen. I suppose <clears> that the worry potentially is, uh, look, what you're saying makes perfect sense. The worry is if you give developers an inch, they'll take a mile and that a lot of it would depend mm. on the quality, the design. How, how can you make sure it's not, it doesn't become a free for all and with bad developments that ultimately cause lots of problems down the line? And that's the emphasis that we would place on this. This is a design-led approach and it absolutely has to incorporate high-quality homes, not just the homes, but also the spaces between the homes, that high-quality public realm, that you really get a really positive, good placemaking. And we have good guidance in place, the design manual for urban roads and streets um, that was 
uh, developed by the government and it's been in place for a number of years, but it's very difficult to achieve because of the standards that are in place. But that is a great emphasis on placemaking and creating really well-designed places. And in addition to that then as well, I suppose we need to think about how we design our homes and what the relationship is to the private open space within them. And there's great opportunities there. And I suppose that's okay. where the design skills of architects can what, really what, come to the fore. What needs to happen for this to happen? For this to happen, there are a few adjustments that we really adhere to the design manual for urban roads and streets, that the private open space is well designed and um, related very well to the dwelling and to how it's used, but also that we reduce the reliance on the car and that we provide, you know, one car parking space per dwelling and that we allow for more shared car parking opportunities. And in this way, then, we can maximise the use of that finite resource, our lands, that instead of using our, our spaces for for cars and for um, roadways that we instead use those places for um, really good quality places for people to live and to enjoy. I suppose what we want to get are neighbourhoods, places and streets for living and that that emphasis is really important too. Okay. But it, it is absolutely reliant on a really good quality design That um, and, and again, as I said, that's where the architect can bring that right Charlotte, to the score. Charlotte Sheridan, President of the Royal Institute of Architects of Ireland. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. What do you think, folks? I like the idea of it. Some of you might not like the idea of one car uh, space per house, but personally, I think it's the future. I think it's the way to go. But do you disagree? Do you agree? 5216 at a cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.